This is the Lunar Lounge. Hello, this is Jessica, and thank you for joining me in the Lunar Lounge. I'm going to talk today about love. The question that we got in our Dear Universe box was, how do I love myself? So we took that question and marinated on a little bit, and I'm back to talk about um, how I think we can best open the door to loving ourselves. It definitely starts with the intention that we want to love ourselves and then really looking at what does it mean to love something, right? Well, there's lots of different kinds of love. I could go into all the Greek definitions of love. We could get into brotherly love. We could get into familial love. Um, But really, I think just staying on the broad subject of love is going to be the best thing because we love so many things. And I think in our culture today, we definitely use the word love a lot. Um, I love this. I love that. I love the way this looks. And I think that's amazing. I think it's great that we're embracing what we love and what we're naturally drawn to. So how do we become naturally drawn to ourselves? Well, again, starting with the attention to love yourself. And then the next thing is moving towards knowing that you're going to do things out of love for yourself. And if that's hard, then you you have to stop right there and address what's happening. Because One, why did you want to love yourself all of a sudden? It's not just because you saw somebody loving themselves and you thought, wow, that looks great. I'm going to do it too. It's because you know, deep down, you're not loving yourself right now. Why aren't you loving yourself? We have to explore what is holding us back from that. And so just acknowledging that there's something holding us back from loving ourselves is step number two, because we got to work on that. Other people may have different processes for this. I'm totally open to sharing resources and expertise, Um, but we're just going to touch on the things that I've learned in my own self-love journey. So the next thing that we can do is surround ourselves with things that are going to encourage this. This is a goal that we're going to nurture and we're going to keep working on it and we're going to keep building it up and we're going to keep flexing this muscle and getting stronger and stronger because the deeper that we get into the reasons that we have trouble loving ourselves, the more that we can heal those wounds. That's how we are loving ourselves. If you're not willing to do the work of figuring out all those things, you're, you're, you're not, this podcast is not for you. Turn it off, go listen to music, do something else, find a friend. Don't, don't listen anymore. Excuse me. But if you really want to know what it takes to love yourself, then start there. 
and start taking time for yourself and making time for yourself. It feels dumb at first. It feels stupid. And I don't like using those words, but it does. You feel like a fraud. You feel goofy and really unsure of what to do and where to start. So again, finding things to surround yourself. So books, people, podcasts, um, your friends, and this is going to start changing things. Okay. Because loving yourself is something that the people in your life are comfortable with the way that you love yourself right now, because that's how they know you. And when you start to change yourself or evolve that relationship with yourself, you're going to change. And that makes the people around you uncomfortable because they like to know you. And change really makes people uncomfortable. But if we're not uncomfortable, we're not growing. So let's grow. Let's nurture this love. It all starts with that spark. We have it inside of ourselves. We love ourselves enough to want to build that relationship. And we love ourselves enough to want to really be in love with ourselves. We're going to ask the cards about love. I've got three decks in front of me. Um, I think you'll find on this podcast that we're going to pull lots of cards. If you have any questions or you want to see them, you can definitely check out our Instagram feed. Or if you'd like to be part of things before they happen and ad free, you can check out our Patreon. We're going to start with the Mystic Mondays deck. This is a tarot deck. Tarot decks are a little bit different from an oracle deck. Maybe you haven't even heard of an oracle deck, and so you're like, why are you confusing me now? But a tarot deck is similar to a playing card deck. It's more expanded. So there's two parts to it, a minor and a major arcana. The major arcana is made up of 22 cards numbered 0 through 21, and the minor arcana is made up of four suits numbered ace through king, similar to the playing cards. And they all represent different things. Things in the major arcana typically represent big life things. And things in the minor arcana typically represent things that are small scale, day-to-day, mundane. Everything's different in context. So every time that we pull cards out, it's not just we're pulling a card that's telling us on this date that something's going to happen, but rather... We're using the cards to decipher the energy around us, what our opportunities are, what our perspective is, and what our opportunities will be if we have the ability to change our perspective. And that's the nice thing about the cards. They force you to take time and introspect. So the first card that we pulled out of the Mystic Mondays deck is the Knight of Wands Reversed. So this card in the Mystic Mondays deck shows a gentleman with a suit, a hand in his pocket, and a very long wand. He's standing upside down because the card is reversed, but the Knight of Wands normally represents 
somebody who's very confident in the use of their energy. And so the fact that we're seeing this card reverse suggests that perhaps we're not as sure of how to use that energy. And that's why we're here. The next card that I pulled is the Ten of Wands. The Ten of Wands shows a woman carrying 10 just as big wands as that man was carrying that one. And she's got them all stacked on her back. She's walking in the hot sun and she's overwhelmed. She has a tremendous burden because her abundance has overwhelmed her. I'm going to say that again. She has a burden because her abundance overwhelmed her. She doesn't want to ask for help. So even if we have all the things that we need to love ourselves and we know all of the things, we have all of the tools, we're not using them or we're not believing them because we refuse to let go of the things that have made us who we are. But we have to have a little bit of surrender so that we can really open ourselves up to the abundance around us instead of holding on so tightly to what we have already. I'm going to pull one more card from the Mystic Mondays deck. We have Justice Reversed. I'm going to read the Justice Reversed from the Mystic Mondays guidebook. It says, Injustice, Unfair Delinquency. Situations, people, or events in your life may feel unfair, and you are seeking to blame anyone who could be held accountable. Injustice is playing her hand, and instead of looking for a scapegoat, take responsibility for the role that you are playing. Karma is a bitch, and your past actions are now catching up with you. Take inventory of your life and complete honesty to see what can be reconstructed with the most integrity. The situation at hand is very black and white, right or wrong, with no shades of gray or room for opinions. Weigh all perspectives objectively and ask yourself, what is the root cause? Be honest with yourself. If you feel like you have truly done your best to right the situation, then take the lesson and file it under lessons learned. Grace Duong, Mystic Monday. So just you know, affirming the message from earlier that we have things to learn. So we have to look a little bit foolish as we learn how to integrate them into our lives. It's not like people just decide they're going to ride a motorcycle and go to the dealership, pick up a motorcycle and ride out. They've got to ride around, get slammed up a little bit and, uh, and really put in the work to feel the wind in their hair. So to get there, it's going to be a little bit uncomfortable. It's going to feel a little clunky, but it's really going to be, it's going to be the relationship that you want it to be. I'm now going to pull a deck from a yogic path, which is from Sahara Rose. This one is a little bit aligned with, um, a little bit more aligned with like chakras, um, and the, um, the energies. So we pulled karma. I can't make this shit up. We pulled karma and we're going to go ahead and read our guidebook. 
because it is good and juicy and it's full of all the good information that we really need to take away from this reading. If we really want to love ourselves, we really do have to put in the time and we have to acknowledge what is in our control. So let's read a little bit about karma. It's part of um, the yogic spiritualism, which is um, influenced by Hinduism, Shaktism, um, but karma itself is also known as the sum of one's actions. And we have pulled karma upright. We have an eye in the center of what looks like a mosaic sun. And we have some people standing on, they're almost ruins. And so there's something that's been built and broken down. And now the light is shining down on us. And there's people to witness this. The card says, positive karma. You have done a lot of good on this planet and the universe is rewarding you in her favors. Life feels a little easier, a little more colorful, a little more beautiful. You are walking on the path toward your dharma, which creates the greatest karma one can experience. By saying yes to the purpose of your soul, you are saying yes to the greater power of the universe. Continue devoting your life to the service of spirit and life will continue to unfold its wonders. If you continue to follow this path, the universe will continue to provide that abundance for you. That is exactly what that is saying. I told you before that you were burdened with too much good stuff. <clears throat> so it is really up to you to decide how you use that energy. I'm going to pull one more card today. <clears throat> this is the Work Your Light Oracle deck. This is from Rebecca Campbell. And the artwork is done by the same artist as the Yogic Path. It's um, Danielle Noel. She also has her own tarot and oracle decks. Um, she just produces very uh, complex imagery which makes for delightful cards. <laughs> All right, we're shuffling these up and we're gonna pull a card right now. We have the soul family. This says to call in your tribe, you don't have to do it alone. This card shows two women, palms together, foreheads together, crouched in uh, flowers in front of the ocean. And there's two whales back flipping out from the center of the card and two dolphins um, jumping out of the water towards the center. And so there's a reflection of light on the water where everything is converging. And the thing about having people around us is they are a mirror of ourselves and by having a soul family, it allows us to see that the things that we want in ourselves are things that we have already. And there are things that we don't like about ourselves that we will see in people. And we, we get to decide what the boundary is on that. I'm not saying that you don't have to be around those people, 
But I am saying, again, like I said in the beginning, to surround yourself with people and things that are perpetuating the truth that you want to live. I think it's also really important to just acknowledge the grace we have to have with ourselves. It's really hard to undo the things we were taught. It's really unhard to do these agreements in our head that we don't know that we've made of all the things that we've seen and experienced and been exposed to and been told and been not told and the things that we've been allowed to do or not allowed to do have all made these things agreements. Um, these these uh, self-talk words that we say to ourselves are all things that we have the opportunity to reprogram, but we can't get in there and rewrite it if we don't first look at it, acknowledge it, see it, and then see what needs to be done to change it. I don't think we have anything else to say about love right now. I do think that I'm going to keep touching on this love because I think that there's so many layers of it. We're going to just keep getting into it together. And I started my journey into media as a way to share the journey of loving myself. So it is just so fitting that that's what this episode is about. I want to thank you so much for staying and listening and receiving this message. I want to thank my questionnaire who asked this wonderful question and allowed us to meet and have something to talk about. If you have any questions, please ask at Dear Universe. Uh, There's going to be a link in the show notes. You can visit jessicayoungliving.com backslash Dear Universe. Or you can look me up on Instagram at The Lunar Lounge. There's going to be a link in the bio there. You can find The Lunar Lounge group on Facebook. And if you have any questions or comments, you can, of course, drop them on your podcast listening service. Please like, share, subscribe. And if you're listening to your episode, Make sure to share and tag on all the social medias. Um, do your girl a favor. But seriously, if you have any questions, feel free to send me a personal message. Hi at jessicayoungliving.com. I'd be happy to talk to you individually. Or you can request a full reading from me on my website as well. Again, thank you so much. This has been the Lunar Lounge. Until next time, goodbye.